0: And don't forget that you're never too far gone from where God wants to take you. You are loved, you are seen, and He wants to desperately know everything about you. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Let's jump into this. This week is all about owning your thoughts, owning your mind. Now, I don't know about you, but I have a pretty intense thought, I don't know, process or thought, you know life, I want to say, but a lot of my battles happen in my mind, and I don't think that that's an accident. I think we all kind of experience that. I think about um, Joyce Meyer's book, The Battlefield of the Mind, is still her top-selling book after all these years, and I've sold millions of copies. And I think it's critical that we understand the battle in our minds. And remember, all we're doing this whole month is, is refreshing these core, concepts of spiritual transformation in our lives so i want you to really think about this idea today the main message is that the thoughts that you think determine your direction it's critical that we understand that when we have thoughts that come our way we can either let them go or we can put weight to them someone said thoughts are like waves you get to decide which one you want to ride and that's how thoughts are. Sometimes we think, because I thought it, it's part of me. And I just want you to know that that's not biblical. In fact, the Bible talks about that the enemy will throw thoughts at us, and we get to decide, are we going to ride that wave, or are we going to actually shut it down and let it, the, let it go to the shore without us riding it? I remember this one time in my life where um, about, about five and a half years ago, I moved to Reading. And you know, through a long series of situations, I had our fourth son, Beckham. We had five kids under five. Um, we had lost our job. We had moved to a new city, a new place. I had four babies. I was recovering from my fourth C-section. I was taking on a brand new job, a full-time job that I hadn't worked full-time in five years. Um, I was a new staff, a new office, a new house. Everything was new. And here I was, this mom with four littles. And I remember feeling such fear and anxiety. And I'm not that personality. I, I don't I have other issues, don't worry. There are other things I work on. But fear and anxiety isn't my number one. But when I got here, I started feeling so anxious about everything I was doing and fearful, like I wasn't gonna figure it out and life was gonna always be hard. And I remember telling the Holy Spirit, I, I need a plan because my mind is literally, I would wake up in the middle of the night, like you know, that like 3:30 moment with this like anxious. Like, what am I going to do? And I don't know how to do this. And they're going to find out that I'm faking this. And I'd have all these like fears. And the Lord said, I want you I'm going to give you a strategy and so I happened to be at Winco that day and I was getting groceries and I love the office section of the grocery store. I don't know why. I'm one of those. I love any kind of office section. I always want like fresh post-its and clip and like all these things. Anyway, so I'm walking through the office section and I come to where the paper products are and I see this little flip chart, something like this, right? a little flip chart with a little spiral thing and it was like a dollar 19 and the lord said i want you to pick that up i'm like okay so i remember grabbing it throwing it in my back basket and going home and the next day as i was considering how to renew my mind the lord said i want you to take that flip chart and i want you to brain dump and what i mean by that is i want you to take every negative thought that has a tendency to torment you all day long and I want you to begin to write them out and I was like, "Oh gosh, there's so many. There's like I can't." And God's like, "No, just begin to write them out." I'm like, "Okay." So the first page I wrote, "I'm not a good wife." And then I flipped the page. "I'm not a good mom." And then I flipped the page. "I can't do anything right." Flip the page. You know, I'm always I'm always running out of, of resources. And I just would flip the page, right? "I'm not a good friend." And I was amazed that it wasn't like 50 thoughts. It was like 10 distinct thoughts that the enemy used against me on a daily basis to take the spiritual wind out of me. And then I said to the Lord, what do you want me to do now? And he said, I want you to flip it over, but I don't want you to just write the spiritual answer. Like, don't just go, oh, i got a Bible verse that will check with that. He said, I actually want to give you truth that when you read it, it's it, it's your Rama word. I'm like, okay. So the first thing he did was, he did bring me to a scripture, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. And he said, I want you to write it on there and I want you to understand that you're a gift to your husband. You may not feel like a great wife, but you are a gift. And the next one was, um, I'm not, I can't do anything right. And I turned it over and the Lord said, I want you to know, Havilah, um, you're not called to perfection, you're called to prog- to progress. And so I remember writing, I'm not called to perfection, I'm called to progress. And I wrote that out. The next one was, I'm not a good mom. And I would just, you know, God's not looking for perfect. He's looking, you know, for, for surrender. And I just began to write things out. And then I, I had it all in there, right? So that's great. Okay, I got it. I'm good to go. But then the Lord said, "Throw it in your purse, and everywhere you go, when you have a little bit of space, I want you to flip through that chart and memorize the answers to what's tormenting your mind." And so every time I would be in a dental office or waiting in line at the bank, I would take my flip chart out and I would just begin to memorize what those truths were over the lies I was experiencing. And I'll tell you, about a month into it, it the enemy could say one thing to me, and I knew exactly what my rainbow word was and I, my rebuttal was spiritually, and all of those lies began to be disarmed and. And I didn't have to fight them anymore. So what I think it's critical to understand is that there is truth, but you're going to have to renew your mind. Romans chapter seven says that the, in order for us to experience spiritual transformation, we actually have to do it in our mind. That's crazy, right? The Bible also says you're to love the Lord your God with all your heart, um, soul, and mind. And that word mind actually means in the Greek intellect. So we're to take what we know and surrender it before God and allow him to expand what's there. I think what's very important is that the Bible says we're to set our minds on higher things. I think of that like this coffee mug, like setting it on something. You know, this week, there's gonna be things that are gonna come your way. Fears, anxiety, pain, things that are gonna come and you're gonna go, and you're gonna to wanna to panic, and the Lord's gonna tell you, I want you to take that thought, they're all against me, or this is, my body's falling apart, or whatever it is, and I want you to set it on the truth of God's word which is, no weapon formed against me will prosper, or I'm the head and not the tail, I'm above and not beneath, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I want you to begin to set your thoughts. And you're gonna have to literally take those thoughts and place them on the word of God. Remember there was one point when I was talking to the Lord about my my mind and he said, Havilah, I want you to take your thoughts to trial. And I said, what do you mean by that? And he said, think about a courtroom and I want you to take every single paralyzing, tormenting thought from your past, from your present, about your future, and say, okay, this is it, is this true? And he goes, I want you to actually ask God, is what I'm believing true? And allow all of that to be dismantled so that you aren't, you're not being guilty of something that isn't truth. So many of us have to work harder sometimes in our minds, and I want you to know that's okay. Some of us are gonna have, it's gonna be easier, and they're gonna have another struggle maybe in their emotions or another area. So some of you, you're gonna have to revisit this like on a quarterly basis in your spiritual life. So don't get discouraged by that. Just become an expert in who God created you to be so you can stay empowered through your process. Um, Your mind is where your spiritual transformation takes place, and it's very important that we take our thoughts to trial. So what's our core fear when it comes to our, you know, our minds? I think one of the core fears that we face is that we're never going to be free from these tormenting thoughts. I don't know about you, but I know there are definite thoughts that when I think them, I immediately have emotion behind it. I immediately can feel fear. I can feel anxious. And we have to understand that Um, that God doesn't want us to stay at a place of bondage. In fact, the truth this week that I really felt for you in your heart, the message to your heart was this, whom the Son sets free is free indeed, which means you have a right to be free from memories, from torment, from anxiety, from mindsets. You have a right to say, God, help me transform the way that I've always thought about life, the way I've always done life, I wanna be transformed. So here's what I want you to think about your five declarations for this week. Five declarations I want you to say in the mirror, write them out, get them in your life, is this, God is going to direct, protect, and oversee my mind. I want you just to declare that. God is going to direct my mind, he's going to protect my mind, and he's going to oversee my mind. Secondly is, I only believe what is true. There's a difference between fact and truth. We live our lives according to the truth of God's word, truth to table, right? We're truthers, and there's fact. Fact is, you know what, I'm sick. Fact is, I'm going bankrupt. Fact is, I'm having difficulty here. Fact is, and that is a fact, I'm not ignoring that, but I also know that there's truth, and I'm gonna believe the truth, and pray for the truth, and hope the truth that will begin to penetrate the fact in my life. Thirdly is this, I renounce and refuse every negative mindset. Some of the thoughts you think is isn't even about you. It's generational. Your mom thought the same thoughts. Your dad thought the same thoughts. It, your, maybe your leader thought the same thoughts and you have just been in this pattern. I want you to reject it and I want you to refuse it. So when the enemy comes back, I'm gonna worry about my kids and are they safe and I can't ever relax. I want you to shut it and go, I actually reject that and I refuse to accept any more thought process in, in that area. I also want you to declare, I have the mind of Christ. You need to declare that. I love this, I, we have a speech pathologist that we meet with. Actually, I, I don't know if that's exactly her title, but she teaches one of our sons with tutoring and she studies the brain and a lot of, you know, verbiage versus the neurology of, of their whole brain. And she said this, she said, in her schooling, she learned that if you say something five times out loud, your brain reads it as truth, even if you don't feel it. She said, that's the power, that's how powerful it is that we begin to say these things. Then lastly is, I have power, love, and a sound mind. I have power, love, and a sound mind. Declare that over yourself. I have a sound mind. I have a sound mind. I refuse to be tormented anymore. I have a sound mind. So what do I want you to do this week for your activation? I want you to go out and buy your flip chart. They're like a dollar. You can find it at your grocery store. You can find it at the dollar store. You can find it wherever you are. And I want you to spend a few minutes this week dumping every thought that seems to torment you. And don't be embarrassed. This is just between you and God. Write it out. Get it out. Say it. Put it in front of you. And then don't just fill it in. Ask the Holy Spirit, show me through this next month in ownership, show me the truths that surround the lies that I believed. You can do this, but you know what? You're going to have to put some work into it to be transformed by the power of the word of God. I love you guys, and I'll catch you next time. Well, I hope that really blessed your life. I hope that everything God was trying to get to you, you grabbed a hold of. Again, don't forget to give me a shout-out on the socials. I'm there almost every day. And if this podcast really spoke to you, would you consider leaving a review so others can find this podcast as well as some stars? I hope you have a great day, and I'll catch you next time.